Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now you can bet on any NFL game this weekend with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score you win $100 in free bets. When your team scores, you score. Just remember to use the promo code PHNX. Johnny Venerable, the GM Saul Bookman, and the degenerate Shane Diefenbach. <laughs> Some would say we upgraded tonight. Some would say, no, this is a disaster. We're Sands, Cheerson, Susell, Frank Sanders. I've called up my bros from the PHNX Tailgate Show to join me tonight to preview yes. cards at CL. Gentlemen, how we doing? Dude, that, first of all, the new countdown. So Fucking sick. fire. It is. So, so, so good. I just appreciate the opportunity to come to, a, to an environment like this and join such a great team. <laughs> Um, I really feel like I can. I'm regretting this already. Um, uh, getting called up from the practice squad today was just really big for me. So I'm excited what my what the rest of my career holds. Also, not just for me, but for my family as well. Also, where'd you get the jacket from, huh? So, are you sure? It, first of all, is it is that a men's jacket or is that a, a women's jacket? Because I think the tag said mysterious. <laughs> So I didn't know if that was like this is H and M. It's very we're going on a business. It's very Michael Scott of you to pick something theory. out of the women's bin. This is my fucking show. I don't know what the hell is going on. The, Car- the Arizona Cardinals are going on a business trip this weekend, and I'm primed for business tonight. I will take care of business as the host of this podcast. You're the Chris Trevler of the show. I'm, I'm not going to offend you because you're my boss. So we have to we have to get started. I wanted I kind of thought, hey, this could be my new thing where I wear like a sport coat under one of our Next primely out. gifted T-shirts. I love these PHNX, even if it's got ASU on a chain's alma mater. Um, and my wife's like, why are you wearing that? And I my self-confidence immediately went through the floor. And I'm like, maybe my coworkers will like it. And I've got shit on ever since then. So I guess this will not be my new thing where I rock this on like game day or otherwise. Yeah, like the shirt or the or the, the jacket. The jacket. Oh, yeah, the jacket. Be my no, thing. No, no, can, I, can I give my theory? I, I think that Johnny thinks that I look older than him and it and the jacket. Well, he thinks the jacket will make him look older. Um, so he's trying to actually on camera. Them. It doesn't even look like a jacket. It almost looks like a sweater. Yeah. I'm not trying to rip off Jacob's uh, wardrobe with the sweater every yeah, day. No. We already have uh, plenty of old men around here. That's <laughs> right. It's it's a it's a look, right? It's failed. I will not do it again. Uh, we're going to power through, just like the Arizona Cardinals are going to attempt to this Sunday at Seattle when they take on the Seahawks. Seahawks three and six on the year, and and gentlemen, let's go to the four downs because this is a game, in my opinion, that could dictate the rest of the season for both teams. Right, first down. We're going to talk about what everybody wants to talk about locally, nationally, who the hell's starting for the Cardinals at quarterback Sunday. Kyler Murray limited all week, but he did practice by and large. He looked the best he he has since that uh, injury at uh, home against Green Bay. But Kime, Kingsbury, Kyler, everybody is low key. So what quarterback matchup are we going to get? Are we going to get Wilson versus Murray, McCoy, Strevler? Who do you think we see Sunday? Uh, I think since both quarterbacks are semi-injured, you got to go with Murray. Uh, I think the Cardinals will end up going with Murray, especially with another week off following the game. You have plenty of time to recuperate. You'll be good to go, um, assuming you don't get re-injured. Uh, and I, I do believe that was a high ankle sprain, yeah. So, uh, which typically those have a tough time coming back. But I have heard through the grapevine that Kyler Murray has been insane about his recovery. Like, to like manic, Russell like just was just like twenty four seven. Like he's almost even shut out. Like his outsiders, like he just he just wants to focus on getting back. 
which makes me feel good that that's our quarterback. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that that's what you want. You want somebody that's so damn insanely intent on coming back to to you know perform on the field and take his team to victory um that's a leader and that that's that's great to hear yeah i i definitely think the an- the ankle thing scares me a little bit so if he's not 100 percent, i would i wouldn't like to see him out there right um, especially because seattle's the more desperate team they are going to give everything they can they're going to throw yes. everything at the cardinals um so if he's a little bit dinged up, I say just go with McCoy or Strabler. I said this the other day. I've got people in my DMs on Twitter saying if if Big Ben can go out there hobbled, if Phillip Rivers once upon a time can be completely immobile, why can't Kyler Murray go out there at 80-85% and play? Clearly, he is just a supremely gifted athlete. He's a much better player than either Colt McCoy or Chris Strebler. 85% of Kyler Murray is better than what they have. Why do you think that they have been less prone to do that in recent weeks just trotting out a kyler murray not 100 percent, but i would argue who's 100 percent at this point uh because you don't you know you don't risk the farm just to save a pig you just don't and Fair. and so i don't know where i pulled that out that's of really, that's really, awesome, really, right? it's like charles dickens shit, man. <laughs> i mean like the, the the big picture is super bowl like yeah. it, it is now and just like the suns last year where expectations were just get to the playoffs or maybe a top six seed as the season moves on those expectations change and as you get to eight and one uh yeah or you know seven and oh eight and oh whatever then you you realize like you realize like hey you know, like we this no longer are we just trying to get a playoff spot right this is much bigger we're talking number one seed we're talking a home field advantage we're talking much bigger things like the super bowl so that's why you sit Kyler Murray out because you don't want to sacrifice that because you already the great thing about you getting off to such a great start is it gave you a cushion exactly. to be able to manipulate the 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 schedule in your favor and that's exactly what they have been afforded to do right if, now. If the Cardinals were four and four, I doubt they sit Kyler Murray. the The undefeated start it has a huge part in that. I believe uh, I don't I don't know exactly to what extent, but I think if they don't have that undefeated start that they did and then maybe Kyler plays those games that he set out. I also think you lose this game, you lose three or four. That's not ideal. Yeah. But two of those losses, of course, being with either Strevler or Colt McCoy, that loss against Green Bay could have gone the other way yeah. if a certain number eight team were to turn around. We're not going to talk about that here tonight. But I also think that I don't think it's predetermined that the Packers get the number one seed. You look at their schedule, it's going to be very difficult for them to screw that up. And nobody else gets a buy outside of Green Bay or whomever gets that number one seed. And they've already beaten the Cardinals straight up. I'm not saying it's impossible for the Cardinals to catch Green Bay, but I think it's like, okay, the Rams are very susceptible now to be overtaken in this division. You have an opportunity to win the division, host a playoff game, and let the chips fall where they may. My concern is, though, is if you sit Kyler Murray and they have another dejected performance like they did against Carolina and you get embarrassed, and you give this Seahawks team with Russell Wilson live, they would be 4-6 and six with a victory, but the second half of their schedule could not be easier. I could easily yep. see them getting to like nine wins. Shane's a low-key Seahawks fan. I hate him for it. But I, I just, <laughs> to me, that that is a, I, I'm not buying the Niners. Cardinals swept the Niners. They're not, Jimmy G, get out of here. But Russell Wilson back, and you give that team confidence. Not that I think that could overtake the Cardinals, but... You just you want to put your foot on their yeah, throat. You I mean, put them away this game. Right. I mean, this would okay. End. Like I get what you're saying, but this is game number eleven on the season for them, right? Yeah, I know it. So that would mean six games left. You still have a three game advantage over the Seahawks. So you're talking about a possible, possible 
first round matchup in the playoffs, if anything. Like, I'm not too concerned about that because that means that the Cardinals would have to have goofed up maybe two or three more times all down that six game stretch after a bye week, after everybody coming back healthy, after possibly getting D hop back and having Kyler Murray at full strength. I just don't see it. And then not the way they're playing this year, if that were to happen, then the Seahawks are the least of the problems. The Cardinals will be the million percent. Like you don't worry about the Seahawks at this point. What, what you do do is (laughs) (laughs) what you do is you take their life Straight up, like take them like this. The Seahawks have done this to you so many times. It's time to flip the script, put them out of their misery. Seven losses. You got no chance at the playoffs now um, because you're not going to win out. You would think Um, they still have matchups with the Rams left and stuff like that. The Cardinals, however, six games after this, you got Colts, Cowboys, one more matchup with the Rams, among other things. It's 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 going to be a nice balance of easy and Bears, Lions. The Cardinals, they control their own destiny. They're they're a game up on the Rams, right? And at the end of the day, when you're talking about goals before the season, like you can say we're gonna win the Super Bowl, but most teams are like, well, first we gotta we gotta win our division, right? We gotta get to the playoffs, and then we're gonna parlay that into another win, into another win. So I'm with you. I I get the big picture. I just I do not want to sit here and watch Chris Strevler take snaps on Sunday. I've seen enough of that. With all due respect to Colt McCoy. It's time to get number one back. I do think he plays 40, 60. Anybody who tells you that they know Kyler Murray's playing is lying to you. I think he 60, 40, he plays this Sunday. The only way, the only way he doesn't play is if management is still like, nope, I feel more comfortable sitting him out another week. Or uh, do the Vikings play before? Do they play the morning game? Yeah. Okay. If the Packers lose, I could also see them saying, all right, Kyler, let's just go and take this one off. Which I could see happening. That's a sneaky upset game. I picked it on bets for the Packers to cover, so I hate both of you as a result. All right, (laughs) second down, Kyler Murray may be questionable, but we do know definitively DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss his third consecutive game. He was not put on IR, so a lot of people thought week in and week out he had a chance to return. It's official. He's out Sunday. There is hope for number 10 to return after the bye at Chicago but friends, what do we think? Is it is it time to be concerned about D Hop? Who needs to step up in the meantime? This is a guy that's been an Ironman for much of his career, and now he's he's going to miss his third consecutive game. No, no, no concern at all. Not this like, game. First of all, he shouldn't even played against the Packers. Like yeah, that's true. You know, or or at least when he came up limp against the Packers, he should have come right Sneaking out. Sneaking back into the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So right now he could be on week four of 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 being out, and then have the bye week, and then you're coming back out after missing a month. Uh, hamstring fully ready to go. I think the Cardinals kind of learned their lesson. Um, you know, they got too excited about beating the Packers on Thursday night football. Relatively, not a meaningless game, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. It's just another game on the schedule. You should have sat D-Hop out. They learned their lesson. I don't expect him to come back until after the bye week. I hope he doesn't doesn't come back until he's fully 100% ready because you need a healthy D-hop down the stretch. This would be not this would not be the game to play him either. I mean, you don't need a star receiver to beat the Seahawks secondary. You just don't. Yeah. They're playing better for sure, but I mean, it is bad. It is it is not a good secondary. The defense as a whole is kind of finding itself a little bit, but the secondary is just abysmal. Uh they give up so many yards. I would uh 
Zach Ertz can have a sneaky good game. Yeah. Because th- historically, the Seahawks have given up so many yards against good tight ends. And Zach Ertz is definitely one of those good tight ends. So you've invested so much in the skill position. Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, both second round picks. AJ Green, up until the Packer game, he's having a really nice season. Yeah. Now, a lot well, of people last forget game, that. It was, he didn't turn around for a ball. It's like the second straight game. <laughs> I don't know Come what's on. going on with, with AJ. Come on, man. We need you this week. Somebody clap in his face or something. Like, <laughs> hey, turn around. I think the, the run game is going to be big this week. I, you can get through it. Uh, Murray is a different story. Like, I, I do not believe they can win this game, even with Colt McCoy playing as well as he did two weeks ago. I don't think they can go into Seattle and win this game without Kyler Murray. Certainly, we don't want to diminish Hopkins, but I, I, I they have too many other skilled players that we're high on. If you had to pick one player to step up, who would that be? Ooh. I, actually, you know, I'll go back to the to the guy you guys just mentioned. Um, I, I, I want more Zach Hurts. Yeah. I don't feel like I've gotten enough Zach Hurts at all. Um, I don't know if that's scheme wise, if, if teams are really focusing on him or or if he's just maybe he's just not that player anymore. But I would I would it would seem that he still is that player. Yeah. They just aren't getting him the ball. Colt McCoy, for whatever reason, did not even look his way at all last game. And, um, you know, I would like to see some more Zach Ertz. Uh, this isn't really stepping up because he already has. But James Conner uh, can just keep walking. I mean, the man has been so good. Uh, and he can really, really put the Seahawks team away if they're in the right position, get them tired, um, open up the passing game. And even if it's Strevler that's starting, he has a big game. You have to respect that, and that makes the game easier for everybody. To me, we haven't seen elite Rondell Moore in about a month. I think he's due for a couple long touchdown passes thrown sure. his way. Uh, that young man is, I still believe, supremely gifted, special. I think he's going to be the number two receiver on this team next year. And nobody in Seattle's secondary, Jamal Adams or otherwise, can keep up with that little man. So that's who I would be targeting. So, all right, so we know Hop's out. The folks in Seattle, they're sleepwalking this season because for the first time in a long time, they don't have January football circled on the calendar. They're 3-6 and six right now. They've lost four of their last five games. Russell Wilson hasn't won a game for this organization since early October. It's been over a calendar month since that happened. So, Shannon, I'll ask you, as a resident Seattle homer, which I hate you for, what <laughs> what do you expect from the Seahawk team? Desperation mode right yeah, now? So, I took them on the bet show today. I took Seattle I remember to, that. on the bet show today. And the only reason why I did that Traitor. is because when a team Traitor. is playing an even team, when a team is playing an even team, which uh, what I kind of think this is going to be, a yeah. division game, they're always weird, I always go with a more desperate team. Seattle needs to win this game. So, yeah, desperation, they're going to try everything, and that might result in a blowout for the Cardinals, a blowout Cardinals win, but it could also mean a close game. Uh, the only thing that they – that the one thing that I know they won't have is uh, as much of a backing from the 12s. Uh, the the 12th man is not as what, what it used to be. Some would say it's dead. Yeah. I th- feel like it's dead. I saw ticket prices the other day, and they were like $15, which is unheard of. Yeah, you love to see that. CenturyLink or Lumen love Field. Love it so much. Now. Yeah. I, I – I think Russell Wilson struggles against really active linebackers, um, athletic linebackers. Yeah. And so they're going to put a spy on him because they don't want him to rule out of the pocket. And and, and, and the spy nowadays with Russell Wilson, because he's not that dynamic of a, of a runner as like he used to be earlier in his career, um, is is not as prevalent as he used to be. But you got Isaiah Simmons, you got Zayvon Collins, you got Buddha, you got guys that are plenty good enough to be able to close the gap quickly on on someone like Russell Russell Williams. Did I say Russell Simmons earlier? No. <laughs> the producer? Uh, yeah, yeah, Russell, the yeah, Russell producer? Wilson. Um, so I think 
Um, I, I think the, the Cardinals match up very well against the, the Seahawks. They showed it a little bit last year. Um, it, it'll show against this time around. That's why I absolutely detest your pick, Shane, because there's no way in Sam Stop Hell, if Kyler Murray teams. plays, they win by double digits. You think so? Yes. Okay. How's your man's finger doing? His finger didn't look One very good One thing to note is uh, this wasn't a, a topic before the game because he wasn't expected to play. Chris Carson has been shut down for the season That was a, as of early today. That was kind of expected. I've heard career as well, it might be, because of the weird neck thing. You saw that with Cam mm, Chancellor yeah, that a little while ago. So Damn. I hope he's all right. That does um, suck. For the sake of being a person, not because I'm a Seahawks fan. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure yeah, blue no. and stupid, <laughs> shitty neon green. That's why I had you on the show so we could bust your balls about this. Yeah, because I didn't get enough of that this morning on bets. God, I love that show. I love this show as well. Bird Gang Travel Club in the chat at the airport as we speak. Let's go cards. Love hearing that. Love it. Our friends at Bird Gang Travel. We've got some uh, fun uh, announcements later in the show pertaining to a certain uh, tailgate event, block party in route. Coming weeks, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. What we want to talk about now, though, is back in 2015. What were you guys doing in 2015? Wait, what was the fourth down? That I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, okay. It's called a tease. What, what, what were you doing in, in, in 2015? Yeah, what were you doing in 2015? I was at the U of A. Studying hard? Yeah. What were you doing? Graduating high school. Still at mom and dad's Seriously? house? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Graduated in 2015. Big wow. boy now. Doing well for yourself. <laughs> what was I doing? I was in. I lived in Illinois. I uh, had dreams of doing this, doing this right here. <laughs> Did you care Still about anything that I would bring, or am I just a punching bag? <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because our last down is: Does Cliff get his first winning season Sunday for the first time since 2015, when my man was seven and six at Texas Tech? That also happens to be the last time your Arizona Cardinals have sported a winning season when they went to the NFC title game and 13 and three that year. So a lot's on the line. Can Cliff and the Cardinals get their first winning season since 2015? I hope so. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, listen, if they don't have a winning season this year, everybody's yeah. gone. Like, I, guess, I, guess, gone. I guess, poor phrasing, this, this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. going to get this that Sunday, Sunday, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We can finally get the monkey off of Cliff's back. Um, he's already done so many things this year to kind of, you know, buck bad trends and perceptions of him. Um, I think this is just another notch in that belt. Seahawks cover plus two, but they win, yeah. Jesus oh God. Damn. Well, speaking... I got to back my bets. No, well, I, I. if Kyler plays, the Cardinals are winning this game. I agree with I you. Genuinely if, think if I have that. to watch Chris Strevler take a snap on Sunday, it's going to be bad on the postgame show. I'm going to be so depressed and disappointed <laughs> because not only that, then we have to stew on that until the, through the bye week. Yeah. And I like. And then at that point, we will have not seen Kyler Murray play football for over a month. That feels like you're stealing. You're yeah. stealing from me. And I don't like that. Yep. What I do like is the Cardinals are currently a one-and-a-half-point favorite via the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Shano, you picked against the Cardinals, or you like you like uh, Seattle to cover? I, I picked the the I picked Seattle to cover when it was at two. Okay. Because um, I, I, I think it definitely could be a one-point So you one think it's just game. a one-point game? I think it genuinely could be a one-point game because of how weird these division games go. But I, I'm more likely to bet on the money line if I'm taking Seattle. I'm waiting until Kyler Murray's. Uh, decision is announced. If you can get a bet in on DraftKings Sportsbook, which you can because it's super fast. It is. Um, right before the game when he's announced he's a game-time decision, most likely um, pending setbacks or whatever. But once that is clear to see if he's going to play or not, that is when I'll put money down. Do you happen to know what my DraftKings pick of the week is? Yeah. If you had to guess, what would it be? Oh, I knew what it was this morning. I don't you know forgot, what it is though. Now. Did you change it's it? It's just too much. Oh, do, I, uh, do I remember right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the over-under. In, it's the under in the... 
uh, Miami game at 47. I've changed, I've changed it. Okay, see? It's the, it's the over-under in the Cardinals game. The Cardinals-Seahawks over-under is 47 and a half right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Bet that under, even if Kyler plays, because Seahawks have been playing kind of like sneaky good defense lately, and yeah. I think the Cardinals' defense plays better. Well, they held the Packers. Yeah, you know, 13 points. You know, yeah, that was a snow. Points. Those games are always weird, though. Yeah, but it, I mean, the weather sure, up in no. Seattle could be rainy. It could be yeah. cold. You know, yeah. like it's just. It's, and it's a division game. Yeah. That's that's the only reason why I wouldn't. I, I don't know if I'm going to touch the over under in this game is because it's, it's a division game. You just don't know what's going to happen. But I, I would be leaning under if I had. To. I could see that number 47 and a half drop to like low 40s yeah. if Kyler's inactive. Yeah. So get on that now. You can do that by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app using that promo code. PHNX, and again, bet $1 on either team to score. You win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score using that promo code PHNX. DraftKings Sportsbook, fishing betting partner of the NFL. Plus 21 or over Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEPS for new customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Was that better than how you doing on bets? Or do you think oh, that was no. pretty good? Oh, no. I'm like a robot, man. I'm so good at that. I'm, I'm, it's like embedded in your brain yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have let you do that. All right. No, well, it's okay. what I want to talk about now is our phenomenal merchandise. You guys already saw this. This gear right here. PHNX Merch Locker. Go P- My mic's going away from me. Go PHNXLocker.com. What do you think of my shirt? I like it. You do, you like it more, shirt. do you like it more than that one? No. This one's way cooler. It is cool. Well, I like them both. Cool, at least. I actually have them both. <laughs> I have no comment on your shirt. <laughs> so I like your shirt. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's not a PHNX that. locker exclusive, PHNX but it's sweet. Yeah, it's, it is very cool. It's a little Mike Tyson shirt. So, yeah. How about our new graphic, our new intro, where you can see some of the Ooh. shirts that we got plugging and playing? Sure. You can see Johnny playing with his hair. That I did not approve that. That ruined kind of tonight for me when I saw that. Um, but in all seriousness, go PHNX.com. No, Jacob Bajorquez. He did not go to Arizona State. But he's just repping the merch so did, you can see it. And this was not free. I paid for it myself. So you should go do yep. the same. Rep PHNX. At PH, go phnx.com if you love what we're doing here and you want to help support us. Become a member of the family, right? You're not a backer, right? You're not a sub- subscriber per se. You're a member. You're family. Mwah, part of, be part of the family. Uh, here, today, here at phnx.com. That was terrible. PHNX Locker. That was the worst fucking thing ever. <laughs> oh, mamma mia. Become a part of the family. For oh your first, <laughs> well, you, just, well, you should have just done your your Dom Tor- Toretto fucking voice What's instead. That? What's that sound? You like? know, like your family. Oh, your family. A pigeon oh my God, oh, Jesus! Go pigeonexa.com oh and a merchandise locker. Fifty cents for the first month, eight ninety nine for the subsequent months, or you save a little bit of coin. Fifty eight ninety nine, fifty fifty nine ninety eight, fifty nine ninety eight. I always get that screwed up, but you get a free T shirt. This is the hottest selling T shirt in the valley. Get it now. Go PHNX. Dot yeah. com. See, you know, he just lies. He lied to me on bets today. Why I say and he doesn't? He doesn't want to admit that the Coyotes are still outselling you. No, I think that's the hottest shirt right now. You if we track from well, the last thirty, it, it days. was until we dropped our new Coyote shirt the other day. See, he just <sighs> lies. Yeah, that's all right. I'm, we're working on a shirt that says "fuck your feelings," so it's all good. <laughs> wow, that's that's aggressive. I didn't approve that, <laughs> uh, but I do it's, love it. New- but it's fuck with a ph. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And, oh, get it because of hockey. I get it. <laughs> Things are coming together. The new Coyote PH shirts are Phoenix. awesome. Okay. All the gear is tight, Top, though. Like, Check it out. No, nah, maybe not. All right. Good God. <laughs> so earlier today, I went to the tr- Twitter streets, and I asked you, the fan base, the Cardinal fandom, the PHNX Cardinal fandom. America. What questions do you have heading in to this Sunday's matchup at Seattle? And we picked some of our favorites to answer here on the Bird Game Blitz mailbag. Thank you, Aaron. Look at that graphic. Who made that? 
Couldn't have been Shane. Mm-mm. No, it's too good. Too good of a graphic. All right, Aaron. Oh you, got my our, God. you got our first question via the Bird Game Blitz mailbag. Hope your mic is on. That'd be cool. All right. <laughs> that would be cool. Can everyone hear me? We can, yes, yeah. Yeah, let's go. You got some questions? I don't think a microphone can hear me, though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Things are fun on a Friday. How about now? Yay! I said, Aaron, you're my gal tonight because I got Shane. I've called Shane up from the minor leagues, and we're going to get some questions here from Twitter.com. At some point, yeah. From yeah. Twitter? Fantastic, yeah. Just waiting for those questions to pop on up there. Yeah. Where do I go? Oh, my gosh. So here's what I don't know. Do. I got my phone here. I've got the questions. <laughs> There's no link. Here's what we're going to do. Oh I'm gonna... Shane, you made those questions, right, brother? They're on the Slack. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're right the there in the right Slack. There. I can fine. even see them. That's it's, fine. it's all good. It's all good. Just go ahead and just say what they're what, what they're. Yeah, what they're. I'll read them here. The, 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 the segment has been lost. So let's go. I'll, uh, here we go. First question for you, gentlemen. This comes from Coach V. At Coach V, bunch of numbers. Who are the next three Cardinals that you want to see inducted into the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals Ring of Honor? Anquan Bolden. Okay. Yes. Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Ooh. You're going heavy on Arizona. There's a there's an outlier name that showed up in the Twitter feed that's consistently posed to Arizona media and ownership that has not, not been addressed. Happy? No. You gotta I don't, I don't expect you to know this. And that's not a shot at you. That's just Saul uh, and his fandom. Is it... Is it so it's, a, it, it's a, either St. Louis or Phoenix Cardinal. I'm going to say St. Louis. Probably... Oh, man. Damn it. J.T. Smith? It's a certain tight end that went on to have... Novacek. Jackie Smith is not in the Cardinals' oh, wow. ring of Jackie honor. Smith, wow. Michael Bidwell, Bill Bidwell must have a vendetta against my man because he cannot... He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. He had a better career with the Cardinals. They can't put him in the Ring of Honor? That's a little Jackie confused. Smith that dropped the touchdown in the Super Bowl, well, Jackie Smith? That's, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to tell Not you. In- First of all, listen. It's like, you know, Antonio Pierce going from U of A and then coaching for ASU. Like, once you cross that line, and for a lot of Cardinals fans, once you go to the Cowboys, fuck them. That's how a lot of people feel. Yeah, but I know it's not the same. With this ownership, are you going to really side with in the mid-80s? That's a little dicey to me. Yeah. Remember how Anquan Bolden was treated? He's like, hey, guys, just pay me. And they're like, no. Uh, So he went and really established himself as a premier Hall of Fame receiver with both the Ravens and the 49ers. He took those teams to the Super Bowls. I... I would be more inclined. Whoa, 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 I would be more whoa. inclined to side with the whoa, player. Whoa, whoa! Listen, he was already an established elite wide receiver. Cardinals thought he was expendable. Well, yeah, I don't fuck what they thought. Like he proved it on the field. So, like, I, I, I don't care what their perceptions of him were. He didn't just reestablish himself as one of the premier wide receivers once he got to Baltimore. He already was one. Yeah, and the Cardinals just were like, "Here's a third, third, two thirds." Two third oh, round picks. Brutal. And that was just a horrific trade. Who do you think? Ring of Honor. That's not in. I, I, AQ and and uh, and Larry are the, the two that come to mind immediately. Um, there's some argument to be had about Pat P just because of the... I mean, he'll, he'll get in. He yeah. will. He'll yeah. get in. I'm more... Th- but I don't know if I would like him is what I'm saying. What? I, just the sour taste. I think he definitely deserves talent level 100%. Not questioning that at all. 
Um, and I'm not saying he shouldn't get in, but the question was, who do you want to see get in? And I don't really care to see him get in. That's not. I mean, ten ten years in the valley, uh, he was great. Yeah, I mean, like he was you, great. You got to reward that, especially at the. I'm the, not saying he doesn't the all pro it. level by which he played yeah. for yeah. most of his years. I agree with that. Like, yeah, he slid off a little bit, but that's yeah. how players. I'm not get. saying the, he the only the it. only reason why we have an adverse reaction to Pat P is because as he was tailing off and sliding off. He couldn't recognize it in himself, yeah. so he Kept still thought he was a premier cornerback, yeah. which he was not. That's the problem, I'm is not, that Pat P couldn't come to the reality that Pat B was no longer Pat P. He was yeah. more like Pat B, C, or D. <laughs> Pat P might be out of football in like two years. Yeah, His skills have diminished that much, and it's sad. Like He was, by and large, generational player for the Cardinals for sure. when they drafted him, and he was... I mean, he's their best draft pick since Larry. Talk we, about can't, a, we can't argue that. Talk about a flash in the pan. I don't think we talk about this enough in terms of him as a punt returner. I was just that about to first bring that up. year, yeah. how he had four return touchdowns, and you thought, oh, my gosh, we got the we got the next. Uh, was that the yeah, Rams yeah. one where he took it back in overtime? Yeah. Too? Yeah, oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, my God. That's one of the best returns I've ever seen. Fantastic. You yeah. know, like the next Devin Hester. And then nothing for the rest of his career. Not even close. Because like, he became too good of a corner. <laughs> perennial 10 to 15-yard return guy. That yeah. was it. Oh, Once you become that good at your primary position, though, you don't want to be returning. Yeah. Bucks. You don't want to see a guy. But he there. wanted to return punts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> knocking on the door. That's yeah, a little scary. Know. It feels like Ghostbusters in here. Well, you saw Which Ghostbusters. Was awesome, by the <laughs> don't way. Don't spoil it. So awesome. Taking my six-year-old tomorrow. But was, oh, it, so but was it great? Oh, it was so great. That sounds so right. good. So good. He loves to stay puff, little man. Little Marshall. Of They're pretty funny in it. Awesome. They're pretty funny in my, One of my names that you guys didn't mention, because I agree with you, I think Anquan's got to get in. Uh, of course, Fitz. I'm a big Pat P supporter. I was always a huge fan of Carlos Dansby. Now, he left the organization twice for money, and that's probably not a great look for Michael Bidwell, whomever you know had the disagreement there. But I, you just look back at the best teams of the last 10 years with this organization. Number 58 was a part of them. Yes. He was He was there when they went to the Super Bowl. He, went, he was there when they went back uh, to the postseason several times. He's one of my favorite players all time in the Clays Valley. Campbell, too. Glass, yeah, he's still playing though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Dansby, to me, like, yeah, no, he, for sure, he's one of the most underrated players of the last decade. I like Calais too, and the reason why I like Calais, even though he left, first of all, he should have never left. Yeah. You, you talk about Anquan Bolden leaving from day one to day one hundred. Calais should never have left. Could you imagine Calais on this team right You're now? You're telling me it wasn't a good move to to say, "Hey, Calais, goodbye, Robert Kandichi, hello." Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, yeah, like just that that move b- just blows me away. Like Calais, and and also because Calais was so good in the community, mm-hmm. um, so I think good. that also contributes yeah. to this. Um, so I think Calais definitely deserves. There's a there's a handful of guys that deserve to be in that Ring of Honor. So many that you're like, man, do you really need to do that? Also, yes, I went to the movie by myself. For <laughs> Alex says Dansby owns the dreams of Packer fans. Maybe that's yeah. what that's what we need to beat them. Yeah. Just sign Carlos Dansby off the street. Have him come in and play inside linebacker. Los but was good, man. He, he was, was so good. Like he was the one of the first of like that three down linebacker that was elite between the mm-hmm. tackles, but then also like could pick passes off mm-hmm. and sack the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That draft. The 0-4 draft, which is which probably will never be duplicated, no matter how good Kyler Murray is, fits in the first round. Uh, Dansby in the second round, Dockett in the third round. You just you'll ne- and Antonio Smith, yeah. who was really good in the fifth round. Yeah, you will never have a better that 0-4 class uh, can, special group. Can we induct a player's season? Who give is me, it? give me Beanie Wells. <laughs> Well, David jo- David Johnson, yeah. 2016. David Johnson, yeah, for sure. Great question, um, Coach V. All right, next question. From Cardinals Update, and I don't want you to snicker at this question because I think it, there's some legitimacy to it. 
So posing this to you, bros, would you be more comfortable with the Cardinals getting the first seed and a bye week and a home field advantage throughout the playoffs or no bye week and having to travel for the playoffs knowing that they are a better road team than home team right now? I mean, there's nothing to stinker about that on that question. Um, but no, yeah, home. Easily home. Well, it's better for our business. <laughs> yes, it'd be much better for our business. Also, like I know that, that they've struggled at home, but the playoffs are a different animal. Exactly. You understand who the hell's coming into your building, and you understand you better be ready, otherwise season's over. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, I 100% agree. that Regular season home games are so much different than playoff home games. Uh, you don't want to be on the road in the playoffs, especially if you have to travel to a place in the north. If you have to travel to Green Bay, yeah. ah, screw that. No way. Yeah, give me, give me, give me home field. I'll agree with you. I like the question though. They're the first team since the Patriots in 2007 when they went undefeated to win their first five games on the road by double digits. That's that's wow, an insane stat. Uh, and hope it continues this Sunday. There's a really funny, uh, or not funny. I have a story based on somebody's comment in the chat. Daryl Washington was another good linebacker. Uh, I was rooting for until his troubles off the field. Aaron, can we pull that one up? That's from. Uh, I can't see the handle it. And if, so I was a big Daryl Washington fan, so much so that I came to the Packers Niners season finale in 2013. That was the last game he played for us. I didn't know that at the time. I traveled here with my family, watched the game. It's the last game that 10 and 6 first year with Bruce Aarons. They lost. It was a good game. D Wash and Dan's, we were the inside backers that year. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm so happy for D Wash. Glad he's got his shit together. He's a great player. I went over to the. I don't know, Tempe Mall, and I spent like $110 on a Supreme Nike Daryl Washington jersey. The man never played it down for this franchise again. I never wore the jersey <laughs> oh, one mother time. So I have a soft spot for Daryl Washington, but I'm also pissed at him for that. So I love when you yeah. censor yourself. Daryl Washington, you owe, you owe my man $110. That's right. What he said, basically. It, was a, it was like when Nike first got the rights for the NFL jerseys, too. So I'm like, hell yeah, I might get D. Washington's jersey. It's so crazy how that whole story even, even played out. Like how it looked like you know, he might be able to find a way back into the league, and then mm -hmm. it then it just kind of dissipated, and then you just never heard from the guy again. And yeah. It was just kind of crazy how that all I'll, unfolded. I'll never forget I watched his first pre. You know, you watch certain pre guys in preseason. Some players need like a season, and some guys just don't have it from the start. Sure, you watched his first game. He was with the twos. I'll never forget it. I think it was like in 2012. He just popped off the screen. I'm like, they they have something with this guy. Just couldn't couldn't get his life together. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, good question. Uh, Somebody put it in the chat, uh, Cliff is 0-3 off buys. Well, he's 0-2 because he's only had two seasons, so this would be 0-3 <laughs> this year if he if he loses at Chicago. I'm actually going to be at Lies. that game. I don't Lies. want that to happen. Don't put that hurt in my heart. All right, last question. Uh, this comes from Dylan Ficka, the Ficka, with our QB health <laughs> questionable. Hopkins again sideline. Should we, the Cardinals, plan on a heavy run offense? Seattle's 23rd worst against the run. Or is a compromise Kyler enough to take advantage of their 27th worst pass defense? So I think Dylan's point is they're bad against both the yeah. pass and the run. Which, which would you lean on Sunday? I, I touched on it earlier. Throw the ball. I mean, especially if Kyler's playing. I don't care if he's hurt. Throw the ball. They Not only have has their defense not been able to, to stop uh, medium to deep throws, but that also equates to they can't get to the passer. So you shouldn't be that worried about Kyler being hobbled off uh, with his mobility. Uh, so I say definitely throw the ball. I mean, set up set up the run because they can't stop that either. But yeah. lean lean pass more than anything. That's what's worked for you. Run the ball, run I'm run run the I'm ball, with you, brother. run 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 the ball. Um, you know, keep Kyler you know healthy. 
you know, I, he's going to scramble every now and then. I know this. You know, when he drops back to pass inherently, there's danger. But um, limit that danger as much as possible. Run the ball, run the ball, and just absolutely just murder ball it. Mm-hmm. Just dominate, yeah. dominate. Jacob in the set and the chat says Seattle is basically trash. I would agree with that minus their quarterback. I think he's no, the he's ultimate. talking about the he's city. talking about the city. Oh, because the comment before that is Seattle Stadium is trash and it's filled, filled with, with homeless, homeless people. people. Well, I haven't but been yeah, there. I, I haven't I, been to Central. I wouldn't Lincoln. go that far. Like <laughs> I've been to Seattle. There is a lot of homeless people, but uh, yeah, it's it's also expensive. I think it's like the most expensive place to live. Washington right now are one of the most expensive places to live. So like a lot of those people probably can't afford housing. They need to build. Uh, low-income housing for those folks. All right, Alex also says the offense passes to set up the run game. I think that's true, <laughs> Alex, to begin the season. I think now with Murray hobbled, this offensive line the last couple of weeks when they wanted to run have been getting like four or five yards per carry, especially with the return of Rodney Hudson. I think Cliff can get two pass happy that first series against Carolina last week. How many times did he run the ball? Zero times. Yeah. And he put Colt McCoy in a position where he had to drop back on third and long. That's just we get a lot of good cliff. That was bad cliff. Yeah, I, mean, I think you just need a healthy balance, really. I mean, I, personally, I, I think this this Seahawks secondary is just too weak to not expose. But you also you you have to set up the pass by running the ball. So I like it. You know what else I like? Our friends at the Bird Gang Travel Club, and our guy is in the chat tonight. He may or may not have boarded his flight to Seattle. So if you're en route for the game, be sure to look out for the Bird Gang Travel Club. But also be sure to look out for our block party. Upcoming in a matter of weeks, yep. the Rams Monday night block party, Monday, December 13th from 3 to 6 p.m. Bergang Travel Club at the Lola. This is our second event at the Lola. This time, first time we got roughly 200 people. This time yep. we're expecting somewhere in the vicinity of 500 people. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. And listen, so the Lola is kind of on the back end, uh, the east side of Westgate. Um, this time we're kind of cornering off that whole east side. And we're going to have a DJ stage, uh, music. Uh, we'll be doing our live stream from out there. Um, it's going to be absolutely crazy. So please, please join us. Tickets, um, at, just go to birdgangtravel.com and you'll be able to find those tickets easily. Uh, it's it's going to be a really, really fun time. Birdgang Travel Club says, now I'm in the Delta Club, baby. <laughs> well, ha- yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy that Delta Club. Everybody, you come enjoy that monster tailgate event and get used to it we're going to be doing this on the reg with bird gang travel club we love the turnout and the support of our last tailgate event it's only going to get bigger and better we just need the cardinals to come through with a w this time packer game was a lot of fun but it ended with an l need to take care of business against the rams also in addition to that since uh, if you're going out to that monday night football game we actually have a group of uh, you know um, football players out in the East Valley, yeah. uh, the Chandler Elite football team. Uh, they are actually running a raffle. Aaron can pull up that graphic um, where you can go to their to their website, and I'll I'll actually post the link in the chat, um, and you can just donate ten dollars and possibly win a pair of lower level uh, seats Ooh. to that Rams game. So that should be fun, and uh, I think I, we do have a picture of them. They're actually headed out to Florida to play in a national championship tournament, um, you know, and, and so I sent you that picture, Aaron, if you could pull that picture up, um, you know, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time. 
they, they're they're a really good team. They've won national championships. I think it's like seven or eight different age groups uh, already, and so they're just absolutely insane. And um, Trisha uh, is kind of like the team mom out there, and she does a great job kind of organizing things. But they were out um, with us at the 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 card signing with Christian Kirk, um, a bunch of nice young men uh, who are about to go out there to Florida and, and try to win another ship. So good luck to them. Join the raffle. I'll post the la- uh, the, the, the link in the chat and uh, good luck. Future current card fans here in the Valley. If you want people to stop selling their tickets, man, we got to get people excited about the Cardinals at the young age. We love seeing that. Thank Future you, current Saul. card players, maybe. Yeah, well, absolutely. Never know. Right? Yeah, you, were love- ba- you were a big time high school athlete right uh no i played varsity basketball i wouldn't say i was big time at all i was big time bench big time I, I was, bench. meaning i was large and i was sitting on the bench didn't mark andrews dunk on you mark andrews did dunk on me in practice one time but he also took my spot on the varsity team when i was a junior oh, so do you actively root against him then no i love him okay he was he was very fun he's a good guy yeah he's a great okay. guy well i enjoyed that thank you all and uh new segment coming up I'm excited about it. I put a segment today. I said, I'm going to host it today. I'm going to put a brand new segment in play, and we'll see how big of a dumpster fire it is. It is called, you guys have heard of buying and selling. This is Red Bird or Dead Bird. <laughs> Dear God, I haven't seen that graphic till now. I love it. It's horrible. We're going to get rid of that immediately. No, it's fantastic. Right. Keep it. Red Bird or Dead Bird. <laughs> so, I love it. Shane could never make anything like that. Oh, my God. That's Shane so good. A, he's a man of many, many talents. All right. So basically, you guys have heard you're buying something, you're selling something. <laughs> If you're buying something, it's a red bird. If you're selling it, it's that poor dead bastard we saw on the screen there. So I'm going to pose some questions to you gentlemen pertaining oh to God. Sunday's matchup or otherwise. You tell me you like it, red bird, or you're selling dead bird. First up, James Conner Sunday adds to his NFL leading 12 total touchdowns against the Seahawks. Red bird or dead bird? Oh, red bird. Red bird. A million percent red bird. That's Why? easy. Well, They're going to focus on the run game. All right. And especially when they get down near the goal line, just hand that ball off to James Conner and call it a day. Yeah. I, this 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 defensive line is nowhere close to something that James Conner's already run, ran through. I think he easily gets his uh, 13 touchdowns. All right. So double Redbirds. All right. Next question. After struggling against the Panthers, the Cardinal defense will rebound against Seattle. Redbird or Deadbird? Dying bird. Dead? Oh. Dying. It's not dead yet. I'm in the middle. You can't half-ass it like Dead that. You pick then. one or two. Dead bird, then. All right. So Wilson's going to go off, huh? I just, I, I just think that th- this defense is kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. I think. You that- know how many combined yards um, I, uh, Tyler Lockett and uh, DJ McCaff had last week? DJ? Whatever, <laughs> McCaff. Yeah. No, almost none. But sixty-six. That was in Lambo. They, they the get snow. killed in Lambo too. Four snow. catches, but sixty-six yards on fifteen the, attempts. The duo is way overrated this year, one hundred percent. That duo is not as good as well, people think. I right think now. it's part in part because they have another quarterback either. They're trash, dude. The, They're the, trash. The first couple of weeks, but I, I, it's not that. It's the it, we're talking about the defense specifically. I, I think this defense comes a little bit down, down to earth. I picked one solo. Okay, I will say this. Um, I was a little concerned about the fact that. There were quotes from the Cardinals last week that said that they just weren't fired up. They weren't ready to go. I'm like, you're in the fucking NFL. How are you not ready we're to go? To, we're trying to get home field advantage, You know guys. what I'm saying? Like, you got to have some perspective and come ready to go every single week. In this game, I fully expect them to rebound and pull their head out of their asses um, from last week. So definitely Redbird. I, I say Redbird as well. I, Van, Vance Joseph usually gets his players up for this kind of game. I'm just more concerned if... The offense struggles. They put them in bad positions like last week. And I think after that, Colt McCoy strip sack by Hassan Reddick kind of set the tone. 
All right, next up, even if Kyler Murray is out, the Cardinals can still win this game with either Colt McCoy or Chris Strebler, Redbird or Deadbird. Redbird, they can still win for sure. 100% can is the right word. Will they? I don't know. But Redbird for can, 100%. They have a shot. Yeah, okay. and anytime it doesn't matter who's who's starting uh, behind center. I mean, it does, but in, for potential reasons, yes, they can definitely win this game with how much firepower they have on offense. They can, but they won't. No, dead uh, bird. Yeah, that that bird is absolutely just flown into our window right here. Is that's how dead it is? We're cooking it up on a griddle here. The dead, yep. the deadest of the dead bird. I will yep. agree with Saul. I'm going to say dead bird as well. Listen, Cole McCoy went into Seattle last week, the last year with the Giants, and beat the Seahawks. Um, so he is capable, but he's also compromised now with a, with a pec injury. Uh, that doesn't bode well. And Strebler is not an NFL <laughs> player. Alex says, that's a dead-ass bird. Yep. You are right, my man. Uh, I don't think they can get it done. All right, next question. This is one I had fun with. Uh, if DeAndre Hopkins' hamstring injury is serious, serious enough to keep him sidelined post the bye, should the Cardinals give Larry Fitzgerald a call? Red bird or dead bird? Dead. Bird. dead. Dead, 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 dead. Dude, Larry, Fitz ain't coming back, dog. Like, let it go. Everybody Don't yell let at it me. go. Let it go. Hey, hey. Like Frozen. Let it go. It's over. Yeah, dead bird. That bird has been shot with a pellet gun way too many times. That's not happening. It's like, go. that would mean that Fitz is still training. He might be. No, he ain't training right now, dog. He's on the <laughs> golf courses all around the country. He's sitting on the sideline watching Why the didn't he put out, like, I... I know he wouldn't do like a big press conference, but why not put out like a statement, a one to two liner, Tim Duncan style, like thank you for my to the Cardinals and the fans for my great career. I'm gonna I've retired from the game of football. There's probably more to that story than we know. There's probably more things going on, and you know honestly, like I just want to remember this as it was one of the great tenures in sports history. Yeah. He was with one team, which you just don't see very often nowadays. His entire career. And um, and he didn't get a Super Bowl ring, but he gave us the most thrilling moment in franchise history with two minutes and 37 seconds left to go in the Super yep. Bowl. And that's the thing that I will always remember. But with your rationale, Antoine Wesley is, is a better player than Fitz. That's that's the rationale, right? Right now, yeah. Okay. I agree with that, by the way. <laughs> dead bird, dead bird, dead bird. All right, last question. I don't know if you guys saw that massacre last night on Thursday Night Football. Mm. But they did my boy dirty in the fourth quarter. I think you know what I'm referring to. Yep. My guy, Josh, Josh Rosen, pick six, Mr. Pick Six, has a career passer rating of 62, former 10th overall pick in 2018 of the Arizona Cardinals. My question for you, bros, Josh Rosen, Redbird or Deadbird, he's on an NFL roster next season, which, by the way, would mark his sixth team in five years. Redbird or Deadbird? Damn. Um, I'm going to say Redbird. Because I, I don't know what it is about some of these quarterbacks that people just continue to give chances to. But somebody's going to look at Josh Rosen and say, well, I can fix him. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Redbird, but I want to kill it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to say Redbird as well. I just think that when you're drafted that high, you get kind of graced in for the better part of at least a half decade. Stealing money. Yeah, yeah. and. But here's the funny thing is he's been on like practice squads with like Kansas City and the and uh, the Forty Niners and they didn't fight to keep him. I think he's running out of chances here. They he looked so inept last night. Uh, I don't know if he'll see action the rest of this year. 
I was so fired up. Shane's seen the video. We'll have to play it at some point on this show. I had a Are draft. You, sure you want to do that to yourself? I can. I'm tough. I'm a big boy. We had a draft party back home in Illinois when when they when they took Rose in 2018. I had a top hat on. I wanted them so badly to trade up for him. And really and, long hair. Too. And I did. And they they did. And my dad's sitting right next to me. Well, I'm standing, jumping up and down. My dad's sitting in a chair. He's got his hood up. He's depressed because he wants Lamar Jackson. He will never oh. let me live that down. I sell it. I'm celebrating. I'm like, we did it. Super Bowls in route. And he's just looking at me like, you are. You know what's so funny about that is I literally was the same way. Yeah. I wanted Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I wanted Lamar Jackson. And the only reason why, and it's come to fruition now, is that the Cardinals have just historically not had very good offensive lines. And I thought, okay, at least we can have a mobile quarterback that can minimize that damage to a degree. Mm-hmm. If we had Lamar Jackson in the fold, that absolutely would be the truth. Right now we have Kyler Murray, and he's shown that that is you know that is the case. Yeah. Uh, you know they the Cardinals have a good offensive line, not tremendously great. They have moments where they're really good, but Kyler Murray bails them out of a lot of situations. Sure. I just think in today's NFL, if you have that added piece, that helps you. When you're a statue back there like Josh Rosen is, it's murder town. <laughs> like you have to be just, really good to be a mobile, yeah. an immobile quarterback. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. but con- even Aaron Rodgers is mobile enough. Yeah. to make exactly. things happen. I was convinced two players were gonna were gonna succeed out of that draft at quarterback: Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Damn, they are both horrendous. I they, wasn't a Sam Darnold guy. I was a Josh Rosen guy because of that. What was that? A and M comeback. The ASU UCLA game after that draft party I had, I, I legitimately watched those highlights. Christian Kirk, by the way, played yep. for A and M that year. Uh, until 3 a.m. I, I just kept replaying it on YouTube. It's like a 10-minute video of him coming back. They were down double digits. And it was just, impressive. He looked like fucking John Elway. Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to win so many titles. Thank <laughs> fucking God, Steve Kime. You've done it, you sneaky <laughs> bastard. And then they legitimately had the worst season in franchise oh my history. My concern with Dude, Lamar. Dude, just think about this, though. Like, think about the the terrible turnaround that just happened. The year before, you don't trade up to take Mahomes. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Oh, my. And then you turn around, and then you trade up to get, get this poor you compa- bastard. You compounded your mistake oh, the year later. Damn. And then you had to circle back because you didn't want the mobile quarterback in, in 2017 with Mahomes. or Yeah. I, I Part of that, though, I blame Bruce Arians for 2017 because I think – Kime probably wanted to take a quarterback, and Bruce is like, we got to go all in. We got to win a championship. I'm going to retire. Get me a player. Get me a pass rusher. And that's why they took Reddick. But we can we can spew over this all day. Thank God that they had the first overall pick, and, and they took Kyler Murray. I, I wanted them to take Nick Bosa. My decisions haven't been great. But your decision to tune in tonight has been great. So follow us on Twitter. Follow our YouTube page, PHNX Sports. Just at 1.5 thousand subscribers. Let's get that up. Like this video. Subscribe today. Check us out on Sunday. These three schmucks will be back on the PHNX tailgate yep, show. Yep, yep. Rocking and rolling. And then we'll have cards action post game with myself. I don't even know who's going to be on that show. Saul's on that show. I am. Frank Sanders is on that show. Yep. Former uh, second round pick, the Arizona Cardinals. We've got content coming out the yin yang here at PHNX Sports. <laughs> Subscribe now. You have like a pretty us. cool James Conner story coming out tomorrow. Yeah. I do. I do have a James Conner story coming out. Go PHNX.com. Thank you, friends. We'll see you soon.